What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. In a world full of bizarre events, unsolved mysteries, and a billion stories from all corners of the globe, some news gets lost in the shuffle. This is your gateway to the stories on the fringe of the mainstream map. These are your dispatches in the dark. I'm Ben Bolin, and this is the Strange News Daily. Our first story. Since many parts of the world decided not to celebrate April Fool's yesterday, today seems like the perfect time to celebrate some lesser-known holidays and observances. With this in mind, here are some lesser-known observances held today, April 2nd. First up, it's International Children's Book Day. This event was founded in 1967, and the observance takes place on or around Hans Christian Andersen's birthday, April 2nd. Hans Christian Andersen was a prolific writer. Uh, Today, he's best remembered for his fairy tales. There are thousands of examples of Hans Christian Andersen fairy tales. His works include classics like The Emperor's New Clothes, The Ugly Duckling, The Little Mermaid, and more. They've been translated into more than 125 languages. They've also spawned countless adaptations in literature, art, animation, film, dance, you name it. Each year, the International Board on Books for Young People, or IBI, chooses a specific national section of the organization to be the sponsor for the event. This year, it's Slovenia. The sponsor chooses a theme and invites a well-known author from the host country to write a message to the children of the world. And they connect this with an illustrator who designs a custom poster. The message and the poster are used to promote books and reading in a variety of ways, including contests, book awards, readings, and more. This year's author is Peter Sventinia. In his statement, the author notes, I know a girl who grew up to be a teacher. She has told me children who hadn't been read to by their parents are impoverished. Words in poetry and in stories are food. Not food for the body, not food that can fill up your stomach, but food for the spirit and food for the soul. 
During childhood, many of us read books that will stay with us for the rest of our lives, from the works of Dr. Seuss, for example, to the iconic tales of Roald Dahl. What are your favorite childhood books? Let us know on Twitter. You can find me at Ben Bolin. Another international observance, World Autism Day. Since 2007, the United Nations has encouraged member states to raise awareness about people with autistic spectrum disorders, including autism and Asperger's syndrome, throughout the world. World Autism Day is one of only seven official health-specific UN days, and the day itself brings individual autism organizations together from across the planet. They aid each other in things like research, diagnoses, treatment, and acceptance for those afflicted. Similar to International Children's Book Day, World Autism Awareness Day has a different theme each year. This year, it's the transition to adulthood. Other observations and celebrations occurring today include Thai Heritage Conservation Day, the Unity of Peoples of Russia and Belarus Day, and National Peanut Butter and Jelly Day, as well as National Burrito Day here in the United States. Last but not least, it's National Reconciliation Day. So if you need to mend some fences with a colleague, a loved one, a sibling, or an old friend, why not reach out? It's better late than never. Our second story returns us to Mars. Well, hopefully. When scientists find microbial life thriving in some of the most extreme environments here on Earth, it gives us hope that we may be able to find similar life one day on other planets. In a study recently published in the journal Communications Biology, Yohi Suzuki, an associate professor in the University of Tokyo's Department of Earth and Planetary Science, along with a team of colleagues, confirmed they have discovered billions of bacteria living in tiny cracks in volcanic rock beneath the ocean floor, more than nine miles below the surface of the ocean and an additional 300 feet below the surface floor. So what do these tiny life forms have to do with our red, rusty planetary neighbor? Well, Suzuki and his team believe that similar tiny clay-filled cracks in rocks on Mars or below its surface could also be hubs for life. The ocean floor here on Earth, also known as the upper oceanic crust, has been in this state of continual creation for around 3.8 billion years. Underwater volcanoes release lava at 2,200 degrees Fahrenheit, and this lava solidifies into basaltic rock as the hot rock reacts to the cold, chilling ocean depths. For years, we've known hydrothermal vents along the ocean floor can sustain life. Bacteria and other life forms convert minerals into energy rather than light. This knowledge allowed previous researchers to study bacteria systems anywhere between 3.5 and 8 million years old. But an estimated 90% of the ocean floor is much, much older than that, and a lot of it remains unexplored. In that area between Tahiti and New Zealand, Suzuki's team found a treasure trove of single-celled microbial life thriving in those minuscule cracks in the rock. The rock, we should mention, is rich with iron and clay, and this is extremely important. The team believes the composition of the rock plays a huge role here. Suzuki notes, Clay minerals are like a magic material on Earth. 
If you can find clay minerals, you can almost always find microbes living in them. The bacteria Suzuki and his colleagues found makes energy in a way similar to our own cells, a process that relies on organic nutrients and oxygen. But here's the difference. Instead of the resources humans get from Earth's surface, these tiny life forms get what they need from those clay minerals. The iron may also be a key player in sustaining these communities, and it could help explain the size of the population. This is a microbial metropolis. Scientists estimate these communities have around 10 billion bacterial cells per cubic centimeter. For comparison, bacteria known to live in mud along the seafloor pales in comparison at a paltry 100 cells per cubic centimeter. As for the Martian connection, Mars has clay too. It's something NASA's Curiosity rover has spent a lot of time exploring since it landed on the red planet back in 2012. Curiosity has focused a lot of research on Gale Crater, a vast, ancient, dry lake bed with a huge mountain, Mount Sharp, in the middle. Streams and lakes probably filled Gale Crater billions of years ago, and that's why NASA landed the rover there back in 2012. See, scientists want to know if ancient Mars once supported microbial life. The Gale Crater lake bed also has lots of clay in the rock, and the clay minerals present in these rocks on the Martian surface could be similar to the same minerals found in those tiny cracks in the ocean rock here on Earth. So the scientists are now collaborating with researchers at NASA's Johnson Space Center in Houston to develop a plan for examining and analyzing the samples that one day will hopefully be transported back to us from Mars. I thought it was a dream seeing such rich microbial life in those rocks, Suzuki said. I am now almost overexpecting that I can find life on Mars. If not, it must be that life relies on some other processes that Mars does not have, like plate tectonics. At present, the search for other life in the universe continues, despite what may be occurring here on Earth. Our last story for today. 44-year-old engineer Eduardo Moreno intentionally ran a train off the tracks in the direction of the USNS Mercy. The U.S. Navy medical ship recently docked in the port of Los Angeles to help alleviate the burden local hospitals face while combating the coronavirus. According to prosecutors, Moreno, who was charged with one count of train wrecking in federal court yesterday, believed that the ship had, quote, an alternate purpose relating to COVID-19 or a government takeover. If Moreno is convicted, he faces a maximum punishment of 20 years in prison. When Moreno derailed the train, it smashed through concrete and steel barriers at a dead-end track near the port of Los Angeles. The train then barreled through a chain-link fence, careened through a parking lot, went over another gravel lot. Uh, at the time, it barely missed three vehicles that had people inside them. And finally, the train went through another fence and came to a halt about 800 feet away from this hospital ship. In interviews with police and the FBI, Moreno said this decision came upon him spontaneously. He said he hadn't thought about wrecking the train and attacking the ship until that very afternoon. The USNS Mercy had just arrived the previous Friday. 
It's focused on treating non-coronavirus patients, uh, with the hope being that this will free up hospitals uh, to treat more COVID-19-related cases. Moreno told detectives that he had been, quote, putting the pieces together. He no longer believed the ship is what they say it's for. He believed they are segregating us, and it needs to be put in the open. At this point, Moreno has not disclosed any further details about his motivation or his belief in this conspiracy theory. He claimed that he only meant to draw the world's attention to the ship, hoping to wake people up so that they could see for themselves. Sometimes, you just get a little snap, and man, it was frickin' exciting, Moreno told the detectives. I just had it, and I was committed. I just went for it. I had one chance. Moreno held a flare-out as the train was approaching the ship. In his interview, he added, I can't wait to see the video. That's all for now. We've been asking you to chime in with suggestions for stories you think your fellow listeners should know about. Your bad puns, your terrible dad jokes, or of course your personal experiences with COVID-19. Let us know by tagging hashtag StrangeDaily on Twitter. We look forward to hearing from you. You can also find me directly at HSW on Twitter or at BenBolin on Instagram. Thanks as always to our super producer, Dylan Fagan, our research associate, Sam Teagarden, and thanks to you. I'm Ben Bolin. We'll see you tomorrow. And until then, stay strange. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.